right, welcome back, everybody. Another episode, two in a row. That's right, two in a row. The Green Room Podcast. I'm Tony Paul with the Detroit News, joined by Matt Charbonneau, also from the Detroit News. He's our Michigan State beat writer. Lots going on in the Michigan State Universe uh, these days. Uh, football is uh, well underway now, week two coming up. Basketball schedules announced today, another gauntlet for Michigan State. That we'll go through to begin the season. Gosh, it's not that far from basketball season. It's crazy to think about that. Uh, it's 80-some degrees right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, we'll get to basketball in a little bit once we wrap up uh, the football conversation. But, uh, you know, one know for the Sparties. Uh, 35-13 over Western Michigan in week one. A uh, little bit more of a gap in that score than I think tells the whole picture. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, uh, I was on another assignment that night and was kind of trying to keep track and looked uh, dangerously close uh, for a little bit. Western was feisty, but Michigan State, in the end, when you get these in-state rivalry games, you just uh, you finish them off, and that's what Michigan State did. Yeah, I would say dangerously close in terms of the basic math of it. Um, but it was one of those games, as you're watching, you never felt like – it was almost like you kind of had to remind yourself, oh, well, I, it is an eight-point game, but it never felt like – uh-oh, uh, they're in trouble. It's almost the, the, as quickly as you said to yourself, wow, it's an eight-point game. Jalen Berger runs for 50 yards, and a couple of plays later, and they're in the end zone, and and that was about it for the threat. Because, I mean, it, it's a decent Western Michigan team, but this isn't one of those, you know, Western teams we've seen over the last decade or so that can uh, – They've lost a lot of offense. Yeah, I mean, so they're, you know, they're rebuilding a little bit, so it wasn't – if it was that kind of Western team, yeah, you're in, you're probably at that point starting to sweat bullets. But um, you know, it was it was a little uneven in a lot of ways. You know, Peyton Thorne talked a lot about it. You know, just not being happy. And look, he looked to me, he just looked kind of amped up. It was part of that because his dad was there. I don't know. Um, dad, but he was just you know he was just a little strong on some throws and. Yeah. Um, but he settled down in the second half. You know, he threw a really good ball to Keon Coleman, a touchdown, another really good one to Trey Mosley. So, you know, I, that's about the last thing I'd worry about right now. Um, uh, some of the positives, of course, are the pass rush, which – and, again, I know it was Western, but um, th- that was pressure there getting off the edge you haven't seen from Michigan State before, individual efforts from guys you haven't seen. So that's got to make Michigan State fans feel good. Um, the secondary was okay. They did. It's about all you need these days. Of course, the, the the big thing from this is losing Darius Snow for the year, yeah, and Xavier Henderson for who knows? We don't know. Um, what, it's not for the year, but how long it is is kind of up in the air. So those are pretty; those are two pretty significant holes to fill. I mean, they feel like they have the depth now they didn't have before, especially at linebacker. But those are really important guys, both of those guys, in terms of not just the way they play, their leadership, their communication, everything on the field. Um, it, it, it those are those are going to be two pretty big holes to fill. So, again, it's probably good that you have Akron coming up, um, who's not very good, <laughs> to kind of figure out maybe some of the rotation in those spots and who might fit before you head to Washington. But uh, it, there's no doubt it's going to be tough to make up for both of those guys. Yeah, and definitely not. We want to see week one. Week one, you know, you have two objectives. You know, when you play an opponent like Western, you know, you want to get through it with the win and you want to get through it as healthy as possible. And uh, one for two, I guess, on that front, um, you know, they're going to have to 
they're gonna have to work that out and uh, rely on some depth which mel tucker seems to be building you know he's mm-hmm. year three and you know this is when you start to build that depth i think um with your own guys with the pieces that you want you know coming into the season and even after last season you know i remember when he got the big contract extension everyone's like well you should thank kenneth walker for that extension yeah. uh for those tens of millions of dollars that he that he got you know how often is a kenneth walker going to walk to the transfer portal well uh, we're starting to see, um, I think, a little bit of uh, – there's a lot of guys walking through the transfer portal, and there's some definitely intriguing possibilities with uh, Michigan State and uh, and some of these new faces. Yeah. Some maybe, you know, we had some expectations for, and maybe a few that we didn't, that we saw a few things from in week one. Yeah, and I, obviously the running back one was going to get most of the attention, and, you know, two – Portal guys there, Jalen Berger and Jared Broussard, both. I, I think they look good at times. Um, again, you know, not not a ton of carries, but I, I think they both look pretty good. I think they're both solid. Um, the, the biggest ones we've I just hit on a little bit was Jacoby Winman, obviously playing defensive end. The transfer from UNLV, four sacks. I mean, and that, the four sacks is one thing, but that guy, he was a problem in the backfield all night long for the for Western and combine him with. Aaron Brule and Chris Bogle also at defensive end. You got a mere speed at corner. Um, the the transfer portal once again is going to play a critical role for Michigan State. But you you did mention too the depth, and I know Kenneth Walker's gone, Jalen Naylor's gone, but I really believe Michigan State's roster is better now in terms of the direction it's going with the way they've recruited. Oh, and it should be. Yeah, and the depth you're seeing being built, and of course they didn't want to test it this early. Obviously, Jaden Mangum, a true freshman, was playing a decent amount back there at safety with with uh, Henderson out. Um, but I, I think for the long haul, you're seeing him continue to build this in a positive direction. Now, that, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win 11, 12 games and win the Big Ten this year. Um, but I still think those those overall far-reaching sort of things you're seeing continue to improve. So, you know, how much it continues to be through the portal, we'll see. Obviously, not as many this year as last year. But the, the key is when you get them, that you hit on them, and just it's just like recruiting. And so far, the guys he's bringing in are turning out to be pretty important guys. So, who knows? Kicker may end up being one of those too before we get too far into it here. Um, but yeah, I mean, there. I mean, tell me a team that's done better with the transfer portal through the first couple of years. I'm not sure who it might be. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't know. That's a good question. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't know and uh, don't pay enough attention, I guess. But uh, we're uh, we're seven minutes in, so I have to bring up my obligatory MAC update. Western Michigan, of course, falls. Central Michigan uh, falls to Oklahoma State, although it was an interesting game. Central was down by a billion and then came back and made it a two-score game with the ball. Uh, but ended up losing. And I think Eastern Michigan beat, I don't know, some other Eastern team. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and they're one and zero, so they're uh, they're the MAC leaders in the state. Uh, and speaking of MAC, we got more action on deck for Spartan Stadium this week with the Akron Zips. Uh, yeah, so we got a four four p.m. kickoff. Does that sound about right for Saturday? No one wants to hear me complain about. Yeah, that. I know. Yeah. You'd prefer you'd probably prefer noon or, or seven. You probably don't. Well, want noon. For, it's always, noon's always preferable. But it, when you look at the Big Ten slate this week. Uh, not exactly a bunch of doozies out there. So, you know, you got to put them somewhere in the schedule. I mean, Michigan plays Hawaii at night. I mean, Hawaii's bad. So, well, they're all, they're only a 50 point underdog. Well, they got like 59 new players. I'm not kidding. Like, it's, it, yeah, it's going to be rough. So, how do you, how do you, how do you 
lay a lot of money on 50 points so no, no, that's a lot I mean, of that's points. a lot of points. The, the point is there's not there's not really a ton of great games this week so you got to play them at some point so we get the 4 p.m or um yeah akron's not uh there's a couple former spartans on the roster if anyone remembers names like anthony williams jr running back played as a true freshman a few years nope. ago and, nope try and the other who else <laughs> you'll never you won't get it yeah one of my favorite names over the last five, six years, linebacker Jez Lord Botang. You just made that up. I did not make it up. You made it you up. You made up. Roster. You made that name up. You made up that he played at Michigan State. You made that up. No, as most fans know, I did not make that up. Well, I hope most fans know. Anyway, whatever. They play for Akron. So there's your little local angle. Mm-hmm. Moorhead's a first year coach. Was that Mississippi State last couple of years? You, if you're a Big Tenner, you've seen him as a coordinator at Penn State a few years back, an offensive coordinator. Um, but, you know, he didn't have, have a lot to work with there. So this, I think, will be a game. You, you should expect to see a lot of guys play, maybe get some Noah Kim time in there at quarterback um, now that he's officially taken one snap. Um, How was that snap? I missed the Noah Kim. He went for it. So, yeah, so Peyton Thorne got dinged up a little bit. He was annoyed he had to come out of the game. But so Noah Kim comes in, you're figuring out, hand it off to somebody. No, no. He went for the end zone, man. And uh, it got broken up. It was cool. That would have been kind of fun if his own, his first throw of his career goes for a touchdown. But I don't know. I think you'll see him get. Well, Noah Kim, I thought Noah Kim would start the second game of the season and then they'd figure it out after week two. Isn't that what I heard? Oh, well, some schools oh, do that. So that's, that's a coaching move you can try. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know how that's going to Noah Kim, The Noah Kim uh, fan club would uh, would appreciate that. I'm excited to see Noah Kim, but he'll get his shot. Eventually. Yeah, but I think you'll see some of You might – who knows? This is a game you could see some freshmen that they – maybe they're deciding on. Do we want to head down the red shirt path or is there right. something that, they, that they're going to explore? But I just don't <laughs> – I'm not trying to tell people not to get fired up about a game, but <laughs> you're, you're looking pretty, at the schedule. You're a pretty bad job. <laughs> you're looking at the schedule. This is one that I don't know if you're gonna if you got cider mill plans. You're trying to squeeze in. Uh, maybe this would be the Saturday. I don't know. <laughs> you know, NFL starts Sunday. You probably want to watch that. Speaking, um, of, uh, speaking of cider mills, I just read a story that like cider, a gallon or whatever of cider, you know, the big ones, are, is going to be like ridiculously expensive this year it's really we just got cider last yeah well like 15 dollars or 14 dollars i don't know what i spent i got cider donuts of course i got donuts um you know what was those donuts those donuts i don't know why those donuts are so good but they are it might be the greatest thing ever really the only thing that annoyed me at our little uh place was there was a corn maze and they charged us 10 bucks you charged me 10 bucks to wander around your corn I don't understand the fun in that. I, I, I'm going to go walk in the field and get lost and not find a, my way out. And I'm going to, I don't, like, I, I just want my damn donuts and cider. There's I, a chance the kids went in the maze and um, I ended up in the, um, the winery where the adult ciders might, might or might not have been served, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. along yeah. with the donuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, if you got that, to, you know, if your wife yeah. or whoever's bugging you to do that sometime this fall, maybe. Yeah. Maybe this Saturday, weekend. Maybe get in your one of your last rounds of golf or. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Anything else what it is. exciting about this? There's nothing exciting. 
about this. Apparently, tickets are maxing out at 250, which is more than the max out of the Minnesota game right now. I, well, I'll say this. I was really impressed with the crowd last weekend. I mean, sometimes the Friday night on the Labor Day holiday can be hit or miss, uh, depending on the opponent. But man, it was it was pretty full. The student section was full, and they hung around for most of the game. Which, I mean, I, Mel Tucker's been harping on it. Um, you know how much students and our fans really pay attention. I don't know, but I thought it was it was pretty solid. So we'll see this Saturday, but. Um, you know, obviously a lot better games coming down the road. Ohio State, Wisconsin. Um, those are probably the highlights later. But, yeah, kind of get through this week. See if you can get some guys some some action. Maybe don't get anybody hurt for a week. And get yourself well, that's, what I, that's what I figured maybe what might see a Noah Ken if you got a yeah. lead at, at halftime or something. You know, you got a big game coming up at Washington next week. And, you know, that it could be a big springboard into a pretty tough Big Ten schedule. So. And that – and there's value for that too, especially for a guy who hasn't, who's taken one snap. Right. Uh, not even just Noah Kim, but other guys that, that you're kind of, you hope you don't have to use yet, but you know, you're going to always need guys of the, as we're already seeing with that. So, I, you know, this could be, I just think it's a good chance to get those guys some work. So you've got a better understanding of what you're dealing with if you have to use them down the road. So I, I would certainly expect Noah Kim to get some, and not just if, Peyton Thorne gets hurt. Right, right. If he doesn't and it's a blowout, then I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, well, go get your cider. Watch uh, <laughs> watch some Netflix or something. Netflix. By the way, speaking of Netflix, I watched the um, Manti Teo. Oh, did you watch this? I did. Oh, my goodness. It's so good. It really makes so you. Bad. It really makes you feel like an asshole. Really, I does. feel terrible for him. You know? I only feel no, that, that. That said, I mean, he he clearly was naive. I oh, mean, it's not. Yeah. You know, there is some plenty on him. But back then, if you remember back then, it was like, oh, this he guy was in on it, or he was, you know, I mean, he did this on purpose, or you know, and just getting ripped. Even the people, you know, even the people that didn't think he did it on purpose, just getting ripped. It was relentless. And, well, if you get a chance to watch, I mean, people watch that documentary. It's two parts. It's two hours. And it's so so good. Check it he out. It was um, I voted him first in the Heisman. Yeah, voting that year. Yeah, and you know the truth is, you know, so a lot of the Heisman support probably came from his story. And uh, you know, I mean, he was very good. Don't get me wrong, he was very good. But a lot of that support came from from the story of the girlfriend. Might have. You know, it really, I really, I think it did. And it, uh, I mean, look, yeah, but- look, it's an offensive award. You know, I mean, and and he, you know, and he he got it on the stage, and so. Um, but it's so good. It's God, it's so good. And it really, you know, it, it makes you feel bad for him and, and feel bad for maybe how he was, how, you know, most of us treated him or, or reacted to it back when it happened. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, so, I mean, yeah. So this, I, I would say that's the biggest thing this week, who else is playing, but that, mm-hmm. and, and then see how they figure out the linebacker deal with snow out. I mean, Aaron Brule could come back off the end and play a little bit more of that spot. Um, yeah, yeah, who cares? No, no uh, people care. Yeah, people I mean, do care. Yeah, I guess. Whatever. They honestly do care. I mean, you know, Ma Neoteote, if I said it right, the four-star linebacker didn't play at all last week, which is kind of surprising. Yeah. So they got guys. It's just going to be interesting to see how they work it because Snow is a pretty versatile guy. So, yeah. you know. Well, they may care. I don't care. So, well, all right, moving on. Well, from people Akron. will love to hear that. I can't wait for people to tune in and go, well, the guy Moving on from Akron, win the game, don't get hurt. You know, same as last week, same verse, or different verse, same as the first. Um, 
you were obviously so impressed with the game that you have Michigan State third in your Big Ten power rankings, which you can check out, DetroitNews.com. Uh, yes, every week, all based on yes, that. yes, Matt has his Big Ten power rankings. Are um, uh, some team Ohio State? I think they're called as the number one team. They beat a team called Notre Dame, uh, and then Michigan, and then Michigan State. Uh, any other surprises? Bigger surprises stand out first week of Big Ten play? No, I, that's the thing. I don't. The Big Ten this year feels like. I mean, obviously, Ohio State's the best team. Sure. Um, there's just so much to figure out with so many of these teams right now. Even that, you know, when especially early in the year when some of them play a decent game, but so many of them are these, you know, dog games. It's hard to it's hard to really judge a whole lot. Even the even the, the, the beauty game, of the college football playoff expanding. Yeah. Oh no. Finally, kidding. get more good games. We well, perhaps we will. You have to. I would you think know, you'll have to. You'll just have to get more big games, even if it's just based on the expansion of the conference schedule. Yeah, you're gonna get bigger games. Yeah, but um, I, even like the conference, like the Purdue Penn State game, you know how much of I how much I really believe in Penn State when Purdue did their best to hand that game away. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's you know Sean Clifford was okay. I mean, he should have thrown the game losing touchdown if Purdue didn't give it right back to him. So I, you know, I I see some people rent, rate Penn State higher. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm well, buying. Back, it, but... Well, with Ohio State, I read a stat today that their de- their defense graded out. I think it was their defense graded out worse than it did in any game last season. So it's really? something to keep an eye on. So because they weren't that bad, and yeah. of course, but then you wonder is Notre Dame offense right. actually yeah. not very good? So yeah. uh, worth check, worth watching. Um, you know, we'll see how good Notre Dame is, and and if that's kind of a little bit of a telltale sign to come on several fronts this year. So hey, I've seen victories over Notre Dame. Uh, Get fans uh, fooled before mm-hmm. 2016 Michigan State. Yeah, fooled know. fans. Who am I kidding? It fooled me. And we were talking national championship after that game. The only one, the only Notre Dame game that stands out to me was the Little Giants. Right, that was Little Giants. They've had some other pretty significant. I know, but that one was the one that's the, and the one in '99 because it was my first year. Um, <laughs> who went? Who went crazy in that game? The receiver '99. I can't. I don't know. It's like everything always goes back to your first year. I know because that's stands out. You know, first my first Notre Dame. That was the year of the Oregon game, and then they played Notre Dame, and um, they had to they beat them. Yeah, anyway. you heard about them tying in 1966, didn't you? Yes, but I wasn't around for that one. Just right. Wojo and Angelique have regaled me with stories of that many times. So yeah. Yeah, they were they were here, not, not so maybe Lynn Henning. So Lynn was probably there. Oh yes, 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 uh, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, you can check out Matt's power rankings, DetroitNews.com. They come out every what Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. Sunday, I do them Sunday. So yeah, at some point Sunday, I don't even. I, I got to be honest. I don't remember where I have everybody. Yeah, well, that's all right. It doesn't matter. Top three is all that matters. So. Well, like any rankings, they 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 do their most shifting and changing over the first couple of weeks. So right, and then the, the real the real shifting comes when the people start playing somebody, which will be in a couple of weeks for Michigan State at Washington, and then they get they get going for, for when does when does Michigan play somebody? Um, yeah, I don't know when do they. Uh, Iowa. I, I mean, they play Ohio State at the end of the year. So maybe it's them. Maybe Michigan State before them. Iowa, yeah, Iowa is a real challenge now with the two safeties and their and their their victory there. Well, yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh my God! Someone was asking. I didn't have to watch been, that game. Someone was asking if there's ever been a seven to three game in the history of college football where that seven was not a touchdown. Yeah, your okay. defense outscored your offense. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. it was just something. If anybody in the Big Ten was going to do that, it was going to be Iowa. So thrilling. Um, 
But anyway, um, so that's football. Yeah, um, you can check out all the football coverage. We've got you covered wall to wall all week long. Matt's got his power rankings and everything you need to know about Michigan State, and probably everything you don't want to know about Michigan State too. Uh, well, that you don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. That I that I don't. Uh, I'm still still kind of on my golf season here, so I'm kind of easing my way, easing my way back into. I'm surprised uh, you had time to pull yourself off the course for this. Yeah, yeah, just just for you, Matt. Just for you. Um, I'm easing my way back into the other the fall the fall sports. Um, but uh, so anyway, you got you know the power rankings, Michigan State coverage. Andrew Leaks got you covered at Michigan with their big game against Hawaii this week. A fifty point favorite. That'll be fun. Um, you got Wojo with his hilarious picks column. I think those come out on Friday. Neo chimes in, and then of course all your game coverage every Saturday at DetroitNews.com. We've got everything you could possibly want to read about. All the college football, plus a little bit of MAC coverage, especially this week with Michigan State playing another MAC team. So anyway, yeah. that's, that's football. Yeah, um, you know, there's a little bit more going on. Michigan State finally <laughs> released their yeah. released their basketball schedule. Uh, you know, the Big Ten obviously came out with the basketball schedule today um, yeah. for the conference, and that released. Uh, and the, by the way, Michigan State and Michigan will play in East Lansing on January seventh. And they'll play in uh, Ann Arbor, right? Yeah, on February 18th. Yep. So they'll play that took, They got their last non-conference contract in at the end of last week. Yeah. So that's so, technically why that even it was literally one date that we didn't know. I mean, yeah. the rest of the schedule is out there. So another gauntlet for Michigan State. This is uh, what Tom Izzo likes to do, and Tom Izzo does it every year. This one might be com- one of the hardest, and complains about it every year. Yeah. Um, and uh, and here we go again. Uh, you know they're going to play Gonzaga. They're going to play Kentucky. They're going to play Villanova. They're going to play Alabama. They're going to play either UConn or Oregon. They're going to play. They're going to play Notre Dame. They're they're going to play the mighty Golden Grizzlies and uh, you know and others. You know in this tournament, the, the Nike tournament out in Oregon. So well, they could play Carolina. They could play Villanova again. Yeah. Same tournament. So I don't know if Villanova will be with Jay Wright retiring, but it's not like they stink. Um, yeah, well, they play Villanova in the Big Ten, Big East thing. Yeah, the Gavin can play them again. I, I tell you what, this might be one of the tough. I, I, I might say this every year, but this might be one of the toughest. And when then when you go and you start diving into the conference schedule, it's they've got one of the toughest conference schedules. When you look at who are your one plays and your two plays, I mean, their one plays are like Penn State. Uh, now I'm looking at the darn thing. Penn State, Northwestern. Who was the other one? Well, they got Wisconsin once, but it's on the road. Wisconsin one time? Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin I mean, one, but it's on Wisconsin, the road. Penn State and Northwestern are in your one place. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, you're playing twice. You know, not everyone else, but the bulk of your teams you're playing twice are all teams that are going to – are essentially all teams that are going to contend for the Big Ten and are almost certain NCAA tournament teams. So you add the head in with this non-conference schedule that is – I mean, what are the gimmies? Northern Arizona? And and Buffalo, and 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 then the funny thing is, is you didn't even mention Oakland. I know well because I said which ones are the exactly, exactly because Oakland's heart, you know, sometimes is not a gimme. And this year, Oakland's got Rocket Watts. Oakland's got Warren Bowman from Wisconsin, and the former Ocho Lake St. Mary star. They still got Trey Townsend. Still got Jalen Moore. Uh, Oakland could be an interesting one, but I say that every time because I love the Horizon League. Well, but it could be. It could be. You know, I mean, you got Rocket Watts coming back to East Lansing, and who knows. 
I'm just saying it's yeah. three no, games. You, you don't you don't have uh, you don't have a lot of room to breathe, and you know. Uh-uh. So Izzo likes it though. I mean, he's going to complain about it when they lose a couple of games in a row. He's going to blame himself because he's an idiot and he scheduled this. But he secretly he loves it. He and the fans it. are going to be blaming him because he didn't get a center in the portal. Mm. Well, I'm just telling you how it's going to go. Yeah, well, yeah. So yeah, Northern Arizona. That's about yeah. And <laughs> Brown and they play Northern Arizona, Brown, Oakland, Buffalo is basically your your down portion of the uh, yeah. of the non conference. And uh, you know, yeah, I mean. Boy, it's uh, it's something, you know. And then they got, uh, I mean, they got to finish the Big Ten season with Michigan, Indiana, Iowa, and Ohio State in the final five games. So, um, yeah, it's gonna be fun. I can't believe basketball season is not that far away. Well, they start practice here in wait, what's this? In like three weeks. Yeah, it's it's, weeks. it's crazy. And today, and this week, this weekend is Grind Week or Grind Weekend or whatever they call it where all the uh, former guys come back. So they're already, you know, social media is already full of Jaron Jackson and, you know, Xavier Tillman and everybody else. So, yeah, it's, big, it's, big basketball weekend. Oh, Draymond Green going into the Hall of Fame as well. Oh, Draymond. Draymond, yes. Oh, you know, he got married. Wait. He got married. He did. It was apparently a star-studded affair. Yeah, Izzo was there and some guy named LeBron. And I got to be honest, I didn't realize he wasn't married. Yeah, and now or care. Oh, whatever. Anyway, all those guys will be uh, be in town, and they'll, I'm sure they'll all celebrate with Draymond on Friday night or Saturday, or whenever the cer- ceremony's Friday, I guess. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. College basketball is definitely. Uh, I know that for you, it st- gets stressful when you got to cover both at the same time. But for me, I like, love the college basketball, so I'm. November excited. is a so, blast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What do you got coming up? You got yeah, you got the Nike tournament coinciding with the last week of the regular season, uh, right? Penn State yeah. game. Yeah, where I'm at that weekend will depend on how this football team does. And you've got the previous week. You got Villanova on Friday, and then who the hell's the football game on Saturday that week? Oh, the 18th would be second right before last. Penn State. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, so you got uh, yeah. I I haven't even looked at the schedule here, but it's yeah. So this is. You know, I know that fans love to hear sports writers bitch, but I'm yeah. not complaining. So you got, you're gonna, yeah. So yeah, you got. Uh, let's see, you got Gonzaga and San Diego on a Friday, followed by Rut- Rutgers and East Lansing on Saturday, and then you got Villanova in the big on the 18th, followed by Indiana and East Lansing on the 19th, and then you got the Nike tournament, followed by Penn State. Yeah, well, Nike Penn tournament State. overlaps Penn right, State. Right. So, yeah. So you're. I'll be at one of the two. I'll be at one, and then. Heaven has to believe that I'll probably be at the other. So we'll see. Prepare <laughs> yeah. yourself. I've never been. Uh, to, I've never been to Happy Valley, and I'm not sure I'll be overly happy to be going. But to here's Happy the. Valley. Here's what. Here's what people really want to hear complain. They play at Penn State on so what the 26th. Yeah. Uh, twenty. Like a week and a half later, basketball's at yeah. Penn State. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever gotten to. Well, you haven't. I haven't. Winning no. the State College is no picnic yeah it's like a flight a day yeah the drive sucks it's like are you kidding me twice in like 10 days (laughs) great uh, lucky you lucky you (laughs) yeah Uh, we'll do the the aircraft carrier game against gonzaga and take the red eye back for rutgers i love november yeah that'll be fun that'll be fun for you uh yeah it's it's getting it's getting up there by the way michigan and the michigan state games I think the Big Ten starting to get this, get it, get it that these games are important. They're both they're playing twice again, obviously, which they've been doing for a few years now. 
but they're also playing both times on Saturday, which is great for the fan bases. So, um, yeah, so basketball, yay, not far away. I, you know, it's, you know, I did like, did you like it a couple of years ago when Michigan and Michigan State played like twice in the last? I thought that was kind of what cool. was it? Like the, last, like the last two weeks, I think. Yeah, if that. Yeah. I thought it was kind of neat. I think too. it was like twice in the last three games. Um, yeah, that was that was neat. Um, I could see why they, you know, wouldn't want to do that every year. Uh, I'm yeah, sure I'm I, sure Izzo didn't like it, and I'm sure Michigan doesn't like it. I'm sure they'd rather spread it out. Yeah, um, I don't know. It makes for fun. But if you look, too, they always try and – they try and get those games at the end that are going to matter. Well, sure. Uh, sure. But the problem with the Big Ten is is that damn near all these games are in matter. I, I mean, the Big Ten's good every year. I mean, there's only three or four, maybe sometimes two or three that aren't worth a damn. Yeah, you look at the yeah. schedule and it's like, all right, that could be a big game. That could be a big game. So, yeah. And, and that's, I mean, like, there's some. I mean, who, who's getting, not good? Like, Nebraska. Indiana's getting some bizarre yeah. love in my. Northwestern, opinion. you know. Um, but you look at everybody else. I mean, shoot, even Rutgers rose up a little bit, you know. I mean, so. Yeah. You know, you look that at that game. Outside really, of Nebraska, Northwestern, you look at the 10 and you, you don't see a whole lot of, at least at the beginning, you don't see a whole lot of games. Yeah. That, they're not going to be good. The Rutgers, Michigan State at Rutgers, I think is going to be in New York. Yeah. At the Garden. Not that many people matter, which is weird to me because at Rutgers, they've got a great, unless you're getting this huge bump in the gate to go play in New York, man, pack that. Pack the rack, the 6,000, 6,500, yeah. whatever it is. Remember last year Michigan State went there and the place is packed and they lost by 1,000? Yeah. Like, why? I don't understand Rutgers' move on that one unless they just get a huge well, – Wasn't money. someone talking about that could be a doubleheader with a hockey game too? Well, there's a Knicks game that night, so probably not. Oh, okay. So, there's I think the so be a doubleheader with the Knicks, then. Maybe a doubleheader with the Knicks. So, yeah. yeah, I don't get that. I mean, these games should be on campus for the most – non-conferences when you play at the Garden. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, but it's a I, the other thing that MSU fans might not love from January on. There's only two home games on a weekend. Yeah, Michigan on January seventh, and, and the final game. And no, eight on March fourth. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's kind of a bummer. Izzo, that actually that's something that'll bug Izzo. Yeah. Well, a lot of things bug Izzo. Well, that's true. But by the way, Izzo's a Spartan for life again. They love that term, don't they? Didn't his last contract extension was Spartan for life? Yeah, that was a that was that was a while back. The Spartan, yeah, yeah. 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 He's a Spartan. We get it. You're staying. We get it. Good. Well, the funny thing too is like it's a rolling contract. It's like it's all. It, I mean, you got to raise, but it's it basically extends every year, right? So, yeah. you know, yeah. and now he's well. Now they set him up for that cushy post. Post basketball. Well, you season. knew this was coming. And sure. back look, back when Mel got his contract, I was told just it, it, Tom's Tom's is coming. Just settle down. Yeah. By the way, speaking of Mel, Dabo Sweeney got another contract today, so that moves Mel even further down. I know. He's what the be, hell? This guy was number one when he signed his contract. He's gonna be he's gonna be a bottom bottom ten or outside the top ten before long. But uh, Matt Ishbia is gonna have to pony up some more money. Speaking of which, Matt Ishbia finally ponied up some money today for. Uh, uh, he given, he's given monthly segments to the women's basketball players and the women's volleyball players. So they're uh, cashing in on some NIL money as well. So that's good. Not enough for swimming to come back yet. Still waiting on that. Oh, boy. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. When I, it, look, I, I understand if I'm a swimmer and a family of swimmers and all that. I, I think it's time to accept that 
They just don't want swimming. Well, they don't. They don't. But that doesn't mean it's over yet, though. It's, yeah. it's, I, I know it's not over. Technically. Right. It just yeah. feels like I don't know. They don't feel like they get many wins. Yeah. Well, it's gonna be a. It could, it's something I would keep an eye on with the swimming thing because if the if the Supreme Court decides to take this case, which is a lot of other schools and states are signing on to on Michigan State's behalf to re to take a look at on the team's nine. behalf. Uh, on yeah, the, on the team. Yeah. Well, no, no. A lot of states, a lot of state attorney generals have signed on with Michigan State side. Right. Yeah, with the, the with the school side because they're they're the ones who want to take the Supreme Court and they want this Title IX stuff to be clarified. So it's something to definitely keep an eye on how this is all going to shake out because yeah. it could affect a lot of schools who've cut a lot of programs over the years. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, to me, I don't know. I think Michigan State's spending a whole lot of legal bills to to keep away a sport that really doesn't cost a lot of money. But we'll see. Well, yeah, that's true. But you know, you know and and Matt Ishbier, God bless him, doing this for the men, for the women's. Yeah, yeah, no, it's team. cool. It's just, yeah, uh, it's cool. You know, I've said it before. I don't know why. I don't know who's advising. I mean, how, how you don't do that last year? I don't get. But yeah, yeah, being done now. So yeah, no, the women are going to get up to seven hundred bucks a month, which is uh, no small thing. Uh-uh. You know, it's good spending money. Um, so the NIL world continues to uh, continues to evolve. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> new. It's something new every day. Mm-hmm. Anyway, college sports fun. Um, yeah. All right, that'll do it. I think we've touched on everything. We touched on swimming for God's sake. So I think that'll. I think once we hit the swimming, that's the end of the podcast. I think that's probably officially in the contract. Well, yeah, hopefully we'll uh, we'll get some more meat on the bone here in the next uh, week or two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll see some more games. We got Akron coming up this week, which Matt says you should skip and go with us. I'm not ball. saying you don't. <laughs> so the cider mill, and then make sure you're plenty refreshed and ready to go for Washington the following week. So. Yeah, and then yeah. we're and then we're into the Big Ten, and, sure. and things are going to get fun and, and interesting. So that'll do it. Uh, you can check out everything at DetroitNews.com. You can check out Matt's work at Twitter at Matt Charbonneau. You can check out me on Twitter, Tony Paul, 1984. We got everything covered at DetroitNews.com, Michigan, Michigan State, the Mac. We got videos. We got podcasts. We got Angelique. We got Wojo, Neo. You name it, we got it. Subscriptions, I think you can still get them for two years for $22. It's a great deal. Sign up. Keep us, uh, keep us able to turn the lights on. So um, that'll do it for this episode of The Green Room. Matthew, let's do it again next week. You got it. See ya. Bye.